to Minority Corner, where we take an introspective look at the world through an intersectional lens. I'm James, a queer, political, comedian, self-proclaimed, sexy blurred. That's a uh, black nerd. And each week I'm joined in the corner by another fabulous minority, where we tackle pop culture, the news, media, and history, all with a little self-care and self-love sprinkled throughout. It's You Got Kwanzaa 4. Kwanzaa is next week, so we're going to dig into the vault. And Aneke is back for our annual Kwanzaa special. I look forward to this episode each and every year. It's so much fun as we explore Kwanzaa together. So if you've been with us before, how much do you remember about Kwanzaa? Will you ace the Kwanzaa quiz this year? And then we go over these seven principles and these seven symbols of Kwanzaa. So you can know the history and everything you need to know about this dope-ass African-American holiday to connect, rejuvenate, and empower your family, community, and self before the new year. And we're going into 2020. It's a big year for us in the U.S. And I don't just mean because of all the Marvel and DC movies being released next year that are all female-driven. Hey! But it's an election year, and the fate of our democracy hangs in the balance, and we need us unified, recalibrated, focused, and more ready than ever. So if you definitely feel like you think you remember what Kwanzaa is, it's such a great episode to get a refresher, get a rehash, and for some of you, this is going to be brand spanking new, plus Brandy or Monica, and Ashanti, hashtag not my princess. And at the top of the show, I have a PSA for all Georgia and Wisconsin registered voters. I went to the impeachment rally. Some thoughts about that. And looks like 45 has indeed been impeached. So let's learn, laugh, and play right here on Minority Corner because together we're the majority. Well, hello there, my Kwanzaa babies. It is Kwanzaa Eve, kind of, since Kwanzaa is happening next week. I am so excited for this episode. I can't believe it. It's the fourth year. It's become a tradition. We've set out to be the Charlie Brown Christmas special of Kwanzaa in, I think, four. Baby makes four. I mean... We almost have as many Sharknados as the Kwanzaa special in the running. So it's going to be so much fun to just have Aneke back on the show as we uh, redo our Kwanzaa episode. It's a magical journey. Uh, If you've done it before, it's going to be such a refresher. I think because we all know how to do Christmas or if you celebrate Hanukkah, you know how to do that because it's just been beaten in our heads through all the media representation so much. But Kwanzaa, I literally have to remind myself every single year. So I've been celebrating Kwanzaa every year since we started doing this show with my family. What's so dope about it is you can really do it, whatever your chosen family is or your actual family, your immediate family, your larger family, whoever you want to include in it. It's really dope. And distance is not an issue. I My family lives across the country from me. Sometimes I'm around for Kwanzaa, sometimes I'm not. And we do what we call Kwanzaa calls. And we do do all these. You'll hear about the principles and how to celebrate it. But you can do it digitally. 
digitally. There's no excuse. Whoever it is, you're considered to be your family. And last year we upgraded. We actually got, I made a Kwanzaa kit. And so we have one now in my family. Won't be celebrating Kwanzaa this year for, because families be complicated. So this year, not so much happening, but I really do recommend if you've not done it, do it. If you have been doing it, continue to do it. It is such a beautiful way to close out the year, reflect on yourself, connect with your community, your family, and also just uplifting and celebrating blackness. Huge, huge, huge PSA for those of you who are registered voters in Wisconsin or Georgia. Just so you know, you may have been purged from the voter register because the Russiakins... Republicans, I'm dubbing them the Russiakins. Uh, the Russiakin-led state government in both those states just purged hundreds of thousands of voters, predominantly in urban and college areas. And remember, elected officials in both these states barely won their last elections. And this is what happened. Like, this is what decided the election for Stacey Abrams to lose that governorship. So um, this is a move to ensure that they, the Russiakins, will win again. So please, please, please make sure you are registered to vote if you're in those states. And if you know people in those states, reach out to them and make sure that they also have double, triple checked that they themselves are registered to vote. And also check in with people who are not registered to vote in that state and make sure that they do get registered. And before we jump into it, I did, and how many of you, I'd be curious to know how many of you attended any of the uh, impeachment rallies that happened around the country. I think it was such an important move for us to be able to do because it was an important move to show for Congress and the Senate that the majority of Americans are in favor of impeachment. And I will say this, I was at the New York one and I would look, I looked around and the pre- predominant membership of this rally, they were boomers, y'all. So I'm like, millennials, Gen Zers, where were you? And predominantly white boomers too, which I will point out this, that I was like, oh, I feel oddly safe at this protest or rally. Because sometimes protests, you go to the Black Lives Matter protests and you're just like, all right, anything can happen. Shit can go down and get very dangerous. These police, you know how they like to do for us black and brown folks. But I was like, oh, there's a lot of little old ass white people here. We good. Again, I think it's, I don't believe in broad generalizations. And I think the OK Boomer thing, I think it's kind of missing the mark. But, you know, we each have our different opinions about it. But uh, I will say the boomers were there. Um, The boomers continue to show up for these things. Not all boomers voted for Trump, just like not all millennials voted in the last election. Putting the gauntlet down on my generation. Let's go. Okay, so be sure to stick around to the end of the episode because I'm going to be doing some fact checks. Four years in the making, fact checking uh, some information in this episode. Again, this is going to be so much fun. Strap in and get ready to get Kwanzaa. All right, well, here we go. Get ready for your Kwanzaa quiz happening. Do I need to sing a song? Yeah. Kwanzaa Quizlet, Kwanzaa Quizlet, Kwana Kwana Kwana, Kwanzaa Quizlet. Okay, Aneke, it is you and I trying to solve this together. So it's like one of uh, those rooms where you like have to solve the mystery before the buzzer. Yeah, don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that would be the saddest thing ever. Is that like as you and I try to. You know, celebrate Kwanzaa, we we get murdered. 
That this turkey, this is a dark twist. I don't. Let's move away. This is not a Krampus Kwanzaa Christmas. Oh, yeah, this, this is, is it's, like a, it's almost like the Minority Corner team building exercise. It is. I like yeah. that. So welcome everybody to the team building exercise work retreat. Here we go work retreat. So uh, true or false, Aneke? Let's solve this together. Kwanzaa right. is a religious holiday. That's false. I know that it's an academic holiday. Well, I, I'm going to say false, too. I'm going to uh, go with your uh, answer. So we'll find okay. out if that's true. All right. Question number two. Follow along, listeners. What do you think as well? Kwanzaa was created by an American in the 1960s amid a political and social movement to build a sense of cultural pride in the African-American community. Who was this founder? A, I mean, I don't know. Well, we have, we have, four, no, we have four options to help us out. Woo! Oh, okay. All right. A, Malcolm X. B, Marcus Garvey. D, you really, this is... C, Dr. Manuelana Maulana Karnaga. Or sure. D, Stokely Carmichael. It's the one you can't pronounce. <laughs> yes, I think that is their own one, too. Uh, Dr. Maulana Karnaga. That's what also, I think, Also, I like how you picked the most, like... You should have just been, like... A, Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> B, Rosa Parks. Like, the most notable black people you could C, Stacey Dash. <laughs> Do you imagine? Oh, ding, 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 ding. Stacey Dash. I'm pretty Dash. sure Stacey Dash is not selling. She's, she's not trying to drive Kwanzaa. as far away from Kwanzaa as fucking possible. <laughs> she is probably, like, what is, like, the, the least Kwanzaa holiday? She's, like... Say, she's like celebrating St. Patrick's Day or something. Like, Basically, she's like, is it in another month? Are black people not around? I'm celebrating that shit because I'm Stacey Dash and I'm an idiot. That's how she pretty much signs off on all of her sentences. <laughs> all right. Number three. Why is Kanza celebrated over seven days? You have four options. One, A, there are seven days in a week. <laughs> okay. B, there are seven central principles and values to reflect on, one for each day. C, the number seven is a symbol of perfection and unity in ancient Africa. Mm. Or D, none of the above. Is the number two one. That sounds right. Yeah, I'm going to go with letter B, number two. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would say, too. Yeah. I feel like we're applying for, like, an application together. Like, an application. We're not doing that right. We're not... (laughs) I believe it's like an application for you and I like to be like Kwanzaa like aficionados or something. No, we're the Kwanzaa representatives and they are going to go with probably Gail and Oprah, not (laughs) Oh, I know. We're like competing to try to get like to be like the the king and queen of Kwanzaa. Ooh, I love that. Gail and Oprah better not beat us out this year. They always beat us. Every year. We're the underdogs in that race. God damn it. Ugh, Gail. (laughs) All right. She still owes me $5, but anyways. Ooh, number she four. She pay you back. Okay. She needs to. You know she can. Mm-hmm. Number four. Which of the following is not one of the seven principles celebrated at Kwanzaa? Mm. A. Wait, unity. hold on, James. Oh, what? Didn't you just answer the last question with this question? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make this quiz. PBS did it. 
And this is also underneath the Black Cultural Connect slash quizzes slash what is Kwanzaa section on PBS. So good. So good. Wait, so Number PBS four, came up with Dr. Martin Luther King, Stokely Carmichael, and Marcus Garvey? Oh, PBS, yes. you dialing this in. <laughs> They know it's going to be hard enough for folks. So number four, Mm -hmm. which of the following is not one of the seven principles celebrated at Kwanzaa? Okay. A, unity. B, faith. C, self-determination. Or D, remembrance. Faith. I'm going to go with faith because I think we're going with that this is not a religious holiday. This is an academic holiday. So academics like to keep faith away from things unless they're studying it. Oh, good save, good save. Mm. All right, there are uh, seven questions, perhaps in honor of the seven days of Kwanzaa. So number five, (laughs) the name Kwanzaa comes from the phrase Matuanda Ya Kwanzaa, which means first fruits in Swahili. Oh. there, There is an extra A at the end of Kwanzaa because, A, Americans needed a way to pronounce the word correctly. See what happened with my name on that one, but all right. Well, go ahead. Sometimes I add in a third N. B, seven children wanted to represent a letter of Kwanzaa during the first celebration, and so the extra A was added. Hmm. Or C, observers wanted to reflect the difference between the African-American celebration Kwanzaa and the Swahili spelling Kwanzaa. It has to be that third one, because as soon as I heard the second A, I thought African-American. Really? I was going to go with the second answer. Oh. Look at us. A path that diverges into two. Uh-oh. Because uh, I feel like in the video I watched or something, they were like, they don't want the child to be left out. And Kwanzaa talks a lot about children. See, you watched a video. I didn't watch that video. Oh, see? Study up. I just, I watched you, the beginning of it. Oh, just the beginning of it. You did watch, that's why I was like, I thought you watched the same video. Okay, what okay, are you sorry. thinking, okay? Which one do you think we should go with? I think that we should keep our separate stances because it makes it more exciting. Well, one of us is going to fail. That's fine. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Last one. What is, oh wait, no, there's two more. What is the name of the symbolic object that holds the candles of Kwanzaa? A, menorah. No. B, Kinara. Mm. C, African candelabra. Get that out of my face. <laughs> Get that answer out of my face. Oh my God. Face. I, kind of wish, <laughs> I kind of wish it wasn't African candelabra. Candelabra? I want. It's a candelabra. Yo. Oh, it's a candelabra? That's the name. I like. <laughs> I like candelabra better. No, a candelabra is just something that holds candles, like a fancy way of saying that. And I like how they just slap on African in the beginning. Come on. <laughs> PBS. That's to try to fool you. PBS, you All right, last drunk. one. They were. Uh, last one. True or false, anyone can celebrate Kwanzaa. That's tr- No, it's false. Only black people. <laughs> Duh! Everybody! That's what... Uh, <laughs> no shit! Yes, I've, I... I'm, like, <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dying. Could you imagine? Can you imagine? False. <laughs> no! You better give me that candelabra back. You ain't black. What give if I that. did that? I was like, I'm sorry, Andrew. Only black people can celebrate Kwanzaa. You go in the and other so, room while I do this by and mean, myself. And, and me, yeah, meanwhile, you're just in your Kwanzaa corner just by yourself and like... Andrew's trying to like look at you. You're like, look away. This, this is, is not for me. you. <laughs> 
Yes, that is right. Everyone, I believe, can celebrate uh, Kwanzaa. Now I have to enter in my contact information before they would give me the answers. What? <laughs> they just try to get my email. They're sending you the answers? Right, submit. You're doing that right oh, now? We got an 85%. Six what out did we of get seven. wrong? I think... Um, find out it only give you the percentage (laughs) why won't they tell me what i did wrong oh pbs well i'm gonna my hunch says uh i answered incorrectly on that one because i went with my answer because i thought it was correct but you were right on that one double a for african-american actually that's not what it's for it's just to differentiate between it because i always remember that kwanzaa is an african-american holiday not an African holiday. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, in honor that everyone can celebrate Kwanzaa, <laughs> let's all dive in and for, and understand even more what is Kwanzaa. So let's do it. I love it. And you know what? I hope this inspires some people to actually celebrate Kwanzaa this year. Absolutely. I agree. So, well, let's do it. Yay. <laughs> Kwanzaa, 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 Kwanzaa. So, um, we kind of talked about this in the Quizlet a little bit, but just a little background information that it was started. Kwanzaa was started back in 1966 during the Civil Rights Movement. Deep in it, deep in it, right? Mm-hmm. And it was started by Dr. Mawalana Karinga. That sounds. Right. Let me take a stab at it. Mawalana, Let me take a stab. Mawalana Karinga. Dr. Maulana Karinga. Yeah, Dr. Maulana Karinga. Took me three tries, but I got it. So he's yeah. also the professor and chairman of black studies at California State uh, University, Long Beach, which I think is both oh. random and dope. Like I like that it's a state university and it isn't one of these like hoity-toity Ivy schools because yeah. this is a holiday for the people. Absolutely. And I also like I mean, Long Beach, you are sitting on an amazing gem of information and knowledge. Everybody needs to go take classes with Dr. Mawalana Kar- Karanga. Yes, I completely agree. So he started it after the Watts riots in L.A., and he wanted to create a way to bring black folks together and create a sense of community and celebration. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, damn, this holiday is hella dope, and Mm -hmm. why have I not been celebrating this? Looking at you, Mom. It's like unity for black people during a time of need, specifically African Americans. We came to this country. We got all of our cultural reference stripped away from us like literally we didn't come here to assimilate we were brought here and we were forced to leave it behind so i say right on let's create something new for us and that was exactly the idea behind this holiday was that he wanted it you know to be because you know like a lot of cultures have like their parades or like you know they have like the irish parade or they have you know dias de los muertos like a lot of different cultures here in the u.s still have like you know their big holidays their attachments are, to home right and so this we wanted to create sort of like a week-long celebration and more than just like you know black history a month but like a concentrated yeah. week that was actually really rooted in african traditions and language and identities and and things like that so um, i love it almost like really especially like now more than ever it's like we need the world needs kwanzaa right now 
I completely agree. And that was the idea that, like, so it's it comes from the word fresh fruit. Um, mm-hmm. Or from first Swah- fruit. First fruit. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's even more true. Well, depending <laughs> on your translation. <laughs> I like that. There you go. There, um, there you go. But yeah, first fruit, as a, an is more correct translation of the harvest celebrations in Swahili. Because you um, know I speak Swahili so well. You good. That is another thing, though, too. It's like I was watching this uh, one of Trevor Noah's documentaries and stuff. And like down in mm-hmm. South Africa, they speak like five different languages. That's impressive. That's the one thing that I want to bring up real quickly, too, about Africa. Every single African nation had some oppressor and those oppressors brought their languages. So the majority of Africans speak one or two of the native languages Mm -hmm. and then they speak the language of whoever the oppressor was which is like you know english french belgium whatever portuguese and sometimes they speak like multiple of those like trevor noah speaks like uh german english i think swahili like it's just like five but yeah you're totally right so we need to hurry up and get with the program, America. Yeah, we are how many languages do fuck? <laughs> One, if you're lucky, and not even all that well. Barely. <laughs> Speaking things all kinds of crazy. Um, but this Kwanzaa combines aspects of several different harvest celebrations, um, such as Ashanti, not to be confused the with singer? the singer. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Not to be confused. It was a soft. Not to be confused with uh, R and B. I'm not gonna say princess because she was never my R and B princess because that's Aaliyah. But wait, is it Ashani or Ashanti? Oh no, you're right. I'm reading this wrong. Ashani. I just wanted to talk about Ashanti for a second. I do not disagree (laughs) with you. I think we need to bring her up whenever. Because would she? She. Everyone wanted to tout her off as like R and B princess, but she's not my princess. Not my princess. She wasn't that great. Not my princess. Not my princess either. (laughs) I agree with you, Shanti. Hashtag not my princess. Princess right now. Oh yeah. (laughs) I. You know what? She's not really doing anything, so I'm not gonna talk shit about her. I'm only gonna talk shit about people who are actually like out there doing things and then because now I feel kind of bad because she can't sell a record <laughs> was she with she did a lot of songs with ja she was Rule, all up on the so trouble. both of them are not doing anything neither she also made that one song ooh baby oh baby you're my baby hey baby where they actually counted yes. how many times she says baby in it and it's 56 times 56 <laughs> yeah 56 times that's <laughs> That's amazing. So anyway, so it combines Ashani, Zulu, and mm-hmm. Swahili, right? The basis of... I like yeah. that. And so each family can celebrate Kwanzaa in their own way. So everyone is trying to figure out, well, how am I going to do it? Every family can do it. In how the- am I going <laughs> to do it? Well, good news is you can figure out how your family does it. A lot of times there is oh, usage good. of African drums. There's a lot of storytelling, poetry reading. Um, it's sort of like just a big like festival in your house of like art and culture and family this. togetherness. This sounds good. It also sounds like with the storytelling, African drums, and poetry reading, sounds like Berkeley. Yeah, I mean, essentially, it's just Berkeley in your living room. <laughs> and so then, yeah, so I and there'll be a large traditional meal, especially on the final night. And mm-hmm. each night, the family gathers together around the canara, so that is the candle holder, which we learned in the quiz. We got it right. High five. Woo. Um, Yes. And then um, one of the seven principles is discussed, which uh, in Swahili is called Nguzu Zaba. 
Mmm, Nguzu Saba. Yes. So, and we'll talk about that later. Oh yeah, yes we will. So you have values okay, cool. um, of you know, so we talked about values of African culture which contribute to building and reinforcing community among African Americans, and this is celebrated between the dates of January twenty sixth all the way to. You mean December. That's exactly it. Yes. I'm sorry. People are going to mark it in their calendars and be like, oh my God, I missed it because of James. A month oh, late man, and qu- a dollar short. This is this is why Oprah and Gail are beating us out. No, but you know what we got? King and you know Queen. What? Okay. I'm not going to give up. You know what we up. got? We okay. got a heart, though. Okay. Well, that's true. Because they have like all these, re- you know, it's just you and I. They have like a team of people. But you know what? We are cute. ragtag and I love the it. Underdogs here. They might be the Harlem Globetrotters with all their, like, you know, razzmatazz, but we got skill. But we're skill. the bad news bears. <laughs> okay. I would love to see that matchup. The bad what? news bears versus the Harlem Globetrotters. First of all, playing two different mashup. sports. <laughs> I know, baseball and basketball. And one of them's just really terrible, and the other one's just, like, all this fancy moves. Superstars! <laughs> All right, so the real dates for Kwanzaa, mark your calendars, and this is why we had to bump our Christmas episode till after. You got Kwanzaa Christmas. You got Kwanzaa Christmas because I Kwanzaa happens directly right after Christmas. So um, move move over Boxing Day. It's Kwanzaa time. So December twenty sixth, yes, to uh, January first. Nice. All right, now we get it. to the seven principles. So each day you would like. But wait, wait. Oh. Can I pause you? Yeah. This year marks the 50th anniversary. Oh, yeah, Aneki, that's so right. Do you want to talk about that? Well, I mean, if it was discovered in 1966 and this is 2006, 50th oh. anniversary. And you know what? Everybody's talking about 2016 being a shit year. Let's leave it with a beautiful, wonderful hug of Kwanzaa. That's what I think is so beautiful about this holiday. It's such a great way to sort of wrap up the year and really talks about, yeah. like, because, listen, like, on the 25th, everybody goes to their presents and they unwrap shit and they leave it a mess. But they the idea yes. is like you can celebrate Christmas and then or whatever holiday you celebrate. But then the next day, then you get seven days of like family togetherness and cultural enrichment. You know, it's really yes. beautiful. It's really the it's best nice. way to end the year. So I really say, let's do this. So seven principles. Each day you would talk about what one of these principles are. On the, I love it. On the first day. Um, on the first day, day of Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, we talked about this. Um, (laughs) so the first day is about unity and this Mm. is from the word umoja umoja yeah i said that right so this is they phonetically spelt it so thank you thank you thank you we need it thank you history.com my segment is not phonetic so watch out (laughs) hold on so in the first day you're going to talk about unity uh so as the family you gather around um and you also Mm. everyone would drink out of the unity cup so they would pass. Nobody better have no cold sores. Nah, because they don't want to be spreading that around. Grandma don't need Mm-mm. that. So you would sip, sip out of the unique cup. You could put whatever you want into this unity cup. You could put water. Oh. You could put milk or wine. None of those options. What about some like sparkling Eggnog? cider? Okay, yeah, sure. And so everyone drinks out of the unity cup, and then the last okay. person, I think it's like usually the older sibling, will take the last sip and then pour it into this bowl, and you give a libation to the family members who are not there. So oh, it's a that's way of nice. like looking back at your ancestors, and so by giving them some backwash. Sorry, <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. On it, um, but I'm it's just sorry. I think it was like considered like bad. Uh, 
bad energy to finish off like the because it is just like bad because it is kind of backwash it was bad like yeah. energy to drink that and it was like give that to those who are not your ancestors who are not here they would they'll accept that because they're like you they'll know they'll accept it I'm dead I don't need the good part and they're they're accepting some of the essence of all of the family members from the backwash exactly yeah that's exactly it mm-hmm. I hate to go last though <laughs> no me too sorry big brother <laughs> Oh, man. So that was December 26th. Yes, 26th. And so just a little brief. So unity, the idea was to strive for and maintain unity in the family and community, nation, and race. So it's really beautiful. Mm. The whole entire family would have a conversation about this. Um, I would be oh, really great, like, as a six-year-old to be having this conversation about, you can maybe even talk about, like, what your family goals for the year might be, strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. It's really like a family team huddle which is dope. I love it. That's really sweet. Then the second day is about self-determination. So we got this one. So December 27th. December 27th. It is, uh, in Swahili, it's pronounced Kugichagu Lia. Good thing you had that because I'm looking at this word right now and I don't even know where to start. Yeah, we got to really learn this language. And so then you talk about self-determination on the second day. And so now to, to define ourselves... Name ourselves, create for ourselves, mm. and speak yes. for ourselves. Ooh, so, I love this. That is a day of empowerment, you know? This is Black Lives Matters Day. Exactly. Like, essentially, right? And also just like, you mm-hmm. know, who are you? You know, six-year-old little girl, mm. drink, you know, who are you? You know? Who um, are you? <laughs> all right. <laughs> so then we're on December 28th. Your birthday. My birthday. Well, wow, Aneke, get ready to Kwanzaa on your birthday. Gross. Because today, my little Kwanzaa baby. Yes. <laughs> we are going to talk about collective work and responsibility. So. Oh. <laughs> it is time to work <laughs> on your day. <laughs> That's my birthday is collective work and responsibility. How fucking, God damn it. You thought you'd get like, you know, presents day. Um, or like, you know, unity, love, yeah, trust, whatever. No, the- it's like <laughs> bills. <laughs> well, let's look into this. So it's the Swahili word is ugima. Ugima. Ugima, yeah. So, mm. Ugima. Um, so, Ugima. Yeah. Mm. So on this collective work and responsibility day, uh, it's to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems and solve them together. I feel like So that's... I'm taking on other people's problems on my birthday. <laughs> what a beautiful act, Aneke. Like, you were kind it's... of like... <laughs> That is beautiful. You are going down in history. It is. It's a lot of responsibility to be the Kwanzaa baby. Listen, it's just your job. And God, you know what? The worst day of Kwanzaa. Not too, just man. okay. Listen, Kwanzaa Grinch. Okay. <laughs> listen, Kwanzaa Scrooge. <laughs> But if you think about it's, it, it's actually very sweet. I like it. And it's not just, and like, you know, really like also like uh, in Buddhist practices, we talk about being of service. So what a beautiful gift to like on your birthday is actually like a day of service because everyone, it's not just you. Like we all talk about how um, mm. we're going to take these problems on. And so it's like, if we all take yes. on these problems, it lightens the load for everyone. So really everyone doing this for your birthday, that should be your, the birthday gift that you demand from everybody. Take some of this load. Yeah. Take some of this work and responsibility. So that way it lightens you know what? the work for you. 
I'm into it. And also, I say this is this sounds like a community shop day. Like, mm. on December 28th, if you want to celebrate a little bit of Kwanzaa, go shop locally. Mm. Go to that neighborhood shop and, like, buy some goods from the... Don't go to, like, the big box store. Don't go to, it. like, your local... Haberdashery. City, mm-hmm. um, neighbor-employed place and support your community. Yeah, I like this that you're actually taking a little bit step further of how in Kwanzaa, each one of these days, you can maybe we also do acts so it's not just you know we sit around we have these conversations and then we go act and be yeah. about it right so maybe even yes. vol- maybe it's a volunteer day maybe it's a day where Ooh, you you like to you write to your a congress person or you donate something or it's like yeah i think it's like community day how can you yeah. um enrich the community so that's a good idea i love that that's wonderful we're we're we just gave kwanzaa an upgrade so take that gail and Oprah. You're welcome, Kwanzaa. <laughs> All right. The next day, Aneka's birthday is over. She is now a year older. I'm now old. She's now old. Now she is. Uh, this <laughs> December 29th. Is cooperative economics. Uh-oh. Maybe hold off on buying locally. Because this is about... <laughs> ooh, ooh, oh, never mind. Is, Damn it. Yeah. I jumped the gun. So I guess what you could do, co- collective work and responsibility, would be how, like helping out the community. Maybe helping out like an elderly person, do some chores. <laughs> Yeah. Um, go scr- yeah, go take out an old person's garbage, feed their cat, hang out with them, read stories to a baby. Yeah. So get so so the other day on your birthday it's like community day. Go out and do it. Yes. And now we get to go shopping. I think maybe. Okay. So, so Ujama and it says Ujama build and maintain our own stores, shops and other businesses and to profit from them together. So shop black. Oh. Yeah, so basically take everything that I just said and apply it to this day and ignore that I said it for the previous day. This is actually, you know, we should reclaim Black Friday and say that December 29th is the real Black Friday. Yes, African American Friday. Oh, yeah, that's true. But it's not a Friday. This year it's going to be a Thursday. Oh, that's true. So it doesn't work. It's Black Thursday, y'all. So it's like, but it's Wednesday. I'm like, I don't care. Call it Black Friday. (laughs) So I guess we can't reclaim it. <laughs> but yeah, shopping, especially like towards uh, shop local. And specifically, this is yes. an African. I'm going to say this. Shop at African-American black stores. Because this is mm. a black and African-American holiday. So we really want to make yes. sure we're focusing towards that. So go yeah. like, eat at black and African like restaurants and foods and yes. support African and black businesses on December 29th in honor of Kwanzaa. I am loving I this love day. It. This is I'm loving this holiday. Kwanzaa's great. I kind of feel I need to celebrate Kwanzaa this year. I think I'm going to take the initiative and do it. I think I'm going to do it, too. So I'm excited. Me, too. Except I'm going to be in England, so I don't know what. I'm, I'm sure there's some black lady store or something. I'll go to, I'm will go to. i sure there's a beauty supply store I can like, go There's to. hella black people in England. Okay. But I'm going to be, like, in the southern. There's hella. My people are there. There's so many Jamaicans over there because okay. we're an old English colony. Go mm. buy yourself a Jamaican meat patty and call it a day. Okay. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. And then <laughs> solves. See how we solve these shit? Uh, and then now we are on December 30th. Purpose. Mm. Also known as Nia. Nia. Like Nia Long. Oh, that's a beautiful name. That's exactly it. That's what Nia Long's yeah. Nia Nia Long's name means purpose. Beautiful. That's really nice, I actually. Love I like Nia that. Long. One. I saw her Me at the too. gym. She was in Big Mama's house, the first one. Um, mm-hmm. It was playing on the at the gym, and I was just like, "Damn, Nia Long, I miss you." I'm sorry, Hollywood didn't I miss know how her to. Too. I'm sorry, Hollywood didn't know how to treat you and do such. She's amazing gonna. Things. She's in something. Mm. She's in um, the remake of Beaches. 
Oh, good. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that she's doing something outside of Big Mama's house. So, yeah, oh, yeah. on this day, it's to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore or in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. So, first okay, of so all, hold you, up. you talk about that. We would have a conversation about that. And then I guess maybe brainstorm yeah. ideas of how you would go and do that. Is this a combination of the past two days? No. What do you mean? Okay. Well, okay, so we are to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our... Oh, so this is preserving our cultural, culture, Mm -hmm. preserving ourselves. So it's like you sit around and you say, like, how can we preserve our culture? Is it like... And so you have a conversation about that. How do we preserve it? I think part of, like, celebrating things like Kwanzaa is a way to preserve it. Maybe focusing on, like, what sort of art you can study. Also just, like, learning more about our history and culture. So maybe it's a day where you, like, watch a documentary, Right. It's like no, digging. I like that. It's a day where you'd have these conversations and then you dig deeper into blackness and African Americanness. I love it. And I have a documentary I'd like to suggest if okay. you don't mind. Yeah. It is on Netflix and it is this documentary that I discovered a couple days ago. It's really heartwarming. It's called Floyd Norman in Animated Life. Mm. And it's about the first um african-american animator for disney oh dope yeah and he's amazing he's worked on everything from the jungle book to fucking pixar he worked in pixar to Hanna barbera to comic books to everything he had his fingers in it and he's 81 and he's still working for disney he got fired and they asked him to come back like you, I think it's perfect for this day because it shows our community what we've been doing, what we can do, and what we're still doing. Yes. Yes. So, on Nia Long Day, uh, yeah. Nia Long <laughs> your way into more black history and culture. So, whatever that means yes. for you. Dig deep. And then we get to the next day. We're on day six here. It is our day of creativity. Kumba. December 31st. December yes. 31st. We are, it's Kumba Day. Kumba, Kumba. 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 See, we're already doing Kumba because we're getting creative by making a song about Kumba Day. So, boom. Oh, I love this. Um, so, in on Kumba, we to do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than when we inherited it. So get creating oh, some art, it. make it beautiful. Maybe it's a day where you write a play or maybe you guys get together as a family and you put on a little talent show and put on some like, you know, wigs yeah. or something or go take a dance class. <laughs> um, yes. Do it before you get too drunk that yeah. night. Cause I know how I know y'all. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's, you're it's not. It's are, you, Eve. are you still drinking out, out of that unity cup? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> The, the unity Put cup, cup down. down, okay, and get creative. So maybe just thing in the morning, one. right? Yeah, we already did that. So maybe you go <laughs> out and like write some poetry, do something creative about blackness. You know, don't just like you yes. know write something on some some chalk on a sidewalk unless you write like black. Then okay, but like you know, sure. <laughs> but remember, we're, this whole entire purpose of whatever you do, it is all about to dig deeper into Black culture, uplift and celebrate Black culture. So 
Yeah. And so like, I mean, even if it's, this is just good exercises. If you want to reorganize something to make it look jazzier or put on a fun sweater that you feel creative in, this is good for all. Like, I feel like I'm going to do this and it's going to empower myself. Yes. Again, I would love all of these as long as like in the forefront of your mind, the focus is like connecting to black culture and African like history. Um, you know, like yeah. as long as that is like, I don't want it because I don't want it. I don't want this holiday because this will be the next holiday that gets like reappropriated. And we're like, oh, God. oh no. Well, I mean, I am black. So I was just thinking empowering myself. Oh, yeah, so. absolutely. You, you know? <laughs> but I guess for those who are outside, then it's like you got to, you know, how do you you have the challenge of how do you respectively participate without detracting and taking away from its purpose? Yeah, I think just keeping in mind that this is an African-American holiday and that you're celebrating, like you've been saying, celebrating African-American culture Mm -hmm. is there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Finding your way to do it without being a Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, you don't need to go that far. Yeah. All right. Last day, (laughs) Faith, also known as Imani. Ooh, we were wrong. Faith is in there. Oh, that's the one that we got wrong. So that means I got the quiz right and you got it wrong. I like how that's what you bring up. <laughs> oh my god. You are competitive. <laughs> oh my god, we are like brother and sister because that was some brother sister stuff. And that's exactly I mean, what... <laughs> I wasn't participating in that competitive nature. I guess it goes against the uh meaning of <laughs> I was doing is there a game one? What day was that? There is not. What's competitive day? No, there's not. Okay. There's no competitive name. <laughs> okay. I someone needs to get back in the Kwanzaa spirit and celebrate some <laughs> what was it? What Unity e- Emoja? Yeah, you need Emoja <laughs> and you need a little bit of Ujima. Maintain our community together. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, So Faith is actually a part of, uh, it is a part of uh, the Kwanzaa practices. And so it's the last day. It's to believe with all of our heart and our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Oh, but hold up. This is not religious faith. This is just faith in our people. Right. But the quiz still just asks about faith. Um, PBS. Trick they question. Were kind of, See, you were, were lazy. You you were trying to give them shit, and they tricked us. They got they did. They it. did trick us they did. because this faith is more of like support and believing of our people. That's true. Yeah. So, but yeah, absolutely. So on that last <laughs> day, you gather around and you just say, "Ooh, I believe," or something. I don't know. I, don't, I love you. I love you. Hug people. Hug people. And also maybe just even like, you know, re- maybe have a conversation about who are our teachers and our leaders. Um, and just sort of like looking back into our history of where we're going, and where we where we were and where we're going. And just really celebrating that. Yeah. Call your mom. Mm-hmm. Call your dad. Call, the, you call your grandparents. And even like tell them, you know what, I appreciate you for the struggles that you went through as, you know, X, Y, and Z, as a black woman, as, you know... Whatever, yeah. and sometimes people, it's nice to hear that because so maybe they don't even think twice about their experience, but you just acknowledging it is and, and right. is is beautiful, and having a conversation about that feels good. So those are the seven days. Each one of the days, you light a candle, and that's uh, what what you. I love it. That all of these are just wonderful, heartwarming. 
you know, and active, they're, they're verbs too. Like you can go and do these things. You can actively do these things. Absolutely. And I would encourage, especially all of our black listeners uh, who have connections to, who identify as black or have family members who are black or have any bit of blackness within you. I think now more than ever, this is a holiday that we should all absolutely dive into and celebrate um, and those who are not, you can absolutely uplift. You can still participate in, in your own ways as well. But I definitely, like, I'm with you. I definitely want to celebrate some Kwanzaa this year. I don't know why. Yeah. I never have. I, you know, I think one person in my family tried to, and then... I know. Went. It's just one of those things where people... I feel like it takes a lot of effort and our media isn't there promoting it, you yeah, know? This should be also like they should on the, you know, six o'clock news of like, all right, today's emoji, emoja for all you folks who are celebrating Kwanzaa. And just like, I think people just don't That'd know. That'd be what awesome. It, no one knew what it was. I didn't know what all these each I don't know. Were. I and didn't know. honestly, it takes a lot. Like what we're doing right now, I, you know, we all have like eight second attention spans. Mm-hmm. So I see all this stuff. I'm like, ooh, that's a lot. And then I move on. So mm-hmm. this is good. This is really like cementing it in for me. And hopefully all you guys who are listening and this can kind of help you celebrate it as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write some cue cards up, be like a little advent calendar for a week. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's and right. enjoy each thing. Put a little plug on. Mm-hmm. All right. And okay, let's go over to you and talk about what the seven symbols are of how there's a certain sort of setup that you got to have uh, as well to celebrate Kwanzaa properly. Love it. Let's do it. You wept as we crafted the tragic tale of Jar Jar, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Dude, he, like, he forgives Darth Vader. Lisa <laughs> still love you, yeah. Annie. <laughs> you gasped out loud at the shocking twists of Face Off 2. Face is wild. He takes his kid's face. What? <laughs> we're writing an entire screenplay week by week on Story Bricks Season 2, Heaven Heist. Hey folks, Freddie Wong here with some exciting news about Story Break, the writer's room podcast where three Hollywood professionals have one hour to spin cinematic gold. We're shaking up our format by turning Heaven Heist, one of our favorite ideas we've ever come up with on the show, into a full screenplay. Heaven Heist is an action comedy about a crew of misfit gangsters robbing the celestial bank of heaven. Think of Coco meets Point Break. Join us as we write this crazy movie scene by scene and get an inside look at the screenwriting process on our podcast Story Break every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Symbols of Kwanzaa, symbols Symbols of of Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, symbols of Kwanzaa, here they are. Yay! Yay! Okay, so now that we've gone through the different days and what they represent, I'm going to get you going with a starter pack of some of the shit that you need (laughs) to celebrate Kwanzaa. Here we go, make that list, check it twice. Just when you thought you were done decorating for the holidays, you ain't. (laughs) You ain't. You get to extend it a little bit longer. Maybe decorate a Christmas tree, do a hybrid. That's kind of fun. Okay. Well, what do I need? Okay, so the first thing that you need is called mazo. What's that? Or crops. Mm. So basically, crops. Well, you need fruits, nuts, vegetables. They they work as the base of the holiday, and they're patterned after the African harvest. So joy, sharing, unity. Um, fruits of labor so it kind of celebrates family tribe community so basically if you have like some nuts some fruit some i'm allergic well then no nuts for you okay all right. But I, you can do when your fruits I come, and vegetables. And so when a decade I when we come for our TV special you got Kwanzaa'd, um you better get those nuts out of there. Get, when you see me come in 
I need you to like just push the nuts out. Oh wait, no, is but it... we quants of them, so it's okay. I just won't bring any nuts. But these But is it nuts. every single nut? I just like, you know, I don't like to experiment. I just like to, you know, I have a nut phobia just because, you know, you've had one nut, you've had them all. What about so, a coconut? Oh, that's fine. Oh, yeah, so put some so coconuts yeah, you can have out. A coconut. That's fine. What I like about that is that touches into your Jamaican heritage. See? The African diaspora. Yes, I'm into it. And I also love, like, the decorations. It's like, it's like you know, it's about like sort of, like, giving. And so, like, it's like Thanksgiving for an extra yes. seven days. Oh, I love it. It isn't just one day where you stuff yourself in a genocide of people in America. It's called celebrating African-Americans. Yeah, absolutely. With fruits and just, <laughs> you know, all that good shit. Uh, okay. I love it. Okay. Also, I do so, like how, like, in some of the history that I was studying is that the family is like mm-hmm. the tribe and the tribe is like the community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because, I mean, tribes are so, they aren't so structured as they were in different parts of the world and in Africa as they are now. We kind of create our own tribes. Yeah. And so if you are not around your family at this time of the year, you can still create your own tribe with your friends and your neighbors and your support network. So it's basically just the people who create the fabric of who you are. Celebrate them by creating a spread of fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Spread them nuts. Okay, number two. (laughs) Did you just say spread them nuts? Yes, I did. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, the next one. Makeka. Ooh, good pronunciation. Makeka. Look at you. Thank you. She's doing it. What's that? Thank you. It's the placemat. Oh. So ba- basically, you got all these fruits, nuts, and vegetables, and you don't know what the hell you're going to put it on. Mm-mm. So you need to get yourself a makeka, which is made from straw or cloth, and it comes directly from Africa and expresses history, culture, and tradition. I mean, not everybody's going to be able to get an African makeka, so I feel like if you just have a nice placemat, mm. that should be fine. And maybe um, in, in some sort of, like, maybe, again, like, the goal, and I know we're... For some of you, us, it's a last-minute Kwanzaa shop fest, so you're like, oh, God, I yes. just listened to this. It's Friday. You have, like, two days before right. Kwanzaa or three days. Um, but maybe, like, try to find something that, you know, it shouldn't be, like, a My Little Pony placement. No, let's try and make it nice. I mean, I don't want to knock anybody and prevent them from celebrating the holiday because they don't got something. Yes, yes. But this might be a good opportunity on day 29, December 29th, to go to the African Mm -hmm. shop in your neighborhood to buy yourself a makeka. Beautiful. You could always upgrade in the middle of your Kwanzaa celebration. Hmm. So, okay, um, history is built on tradition, work of others, so that's one way of celebrating is by getting a makeka, which is history because it's built by Africans and tradition because it's weaving. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have, there's also different types of material. There's some that you might want to look out for. Kente cloth is a beautiful type of cloth that is traditionally African. You can use that. There's African mud cloth, which is a thicker material, um, not as intricately woven as kente cloth is. It's more of like a printed material that has that is used by dyeing different types of mud. I'm sure you guys have seen it. It's generally like a dark brown um, with different beautiful patterns. Um, kente cloth is more of a vibrant, like, yellow, green, red kind of pattern. Um, and Damn, other textiles from... You yeah. know your cloths and materials. I am impressed. 
I would not. I'm uh, crafty. She is so. a crafty lady. Ready for that creativity day. Yes. Um, so basically, you want to put a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be saying for these symbols directly on top of the makeka. And I'll go through that a little bit later on, too, in the list. All right, you ready for number three? Yeah, what's the third symbol? On the third symbol? The sim- bunzi. Ooh, sounds fun. And this is an ear of corn. So now, I don't want you guys to get confused with the first one, which is the mazazo, which is fruits, nuts, and vegetables. That's just everything. Yeah. But the third symbol is important. It's the ear of corn, which is vibunzi, which is big. I would say most cultures celebrate corn. A lot of, a lot we of cultures celebrate corn. We have an obsession with corn. And actually, in the U.S., we have too much corn. That's why there's corn in everything. I, there's like a documentary about like the dangers of we have too much corn. In America. Yes. Too much corn. You feed it but, to the cows. Well, here's here's something then. You could take this corn and just put it in your display, and then there you go. We're getting rid of some of it. Yeah. Or go and get some organic, holistic, delicious, non-GMO corn. Oh, that's an idea. So many different types of corn out there. Like... There's so many beautiful different types of corn, so many different types of flavor. Expand it. Don't just go and, I mean, oh. if you don't got a lot of money, I don't blame you. Just go and get an ear of corn to celebrate. But if you got a little bit of time and some money, go to your farmer's market. Find that pretty-ass, like, blue, black, um, multicolored corn. Mm. Get it. Celebrate it. Yeah. Live. Be creative. Be creative. So what does corn represent? What's it mean? The stock of corn... It represents fertility and symbolizes that through the reproduction of children. Um, the future hopes of the family are brought to life. So, okay, you're not ready to have some kids Mm-mm. and you want to celebrate Kwanzaa. What do you do? You got to have the seven just symbols. Think of corn as just your hope in future generations. Right, yes, absolutely. Which makes sense. So instead of your own fertility, just the future generations of of the world and what we are passing on to them that we can't just only think of our own generation. We got to think about how this is going to, you know, push forward. Absolutely. And you know, when we were, when I was, when I was looking into Kwanzaa, I was looking at this and when I got to this mm-hmm. one, I was like, okay, this is a little heteronormative. And then yeah. I started doing some research on the history of African homosexuality. So that's coming little teaser. I did some research. It's oh, coming okay. to you next year in minority corner, of the new year. So Look out for that. And that by that you mean in a couple of weeks. No, I'm gonna do it next year this time of of no, okay, so- <laughs> you just gotta stick around. If you do nothing else, you, you better keep listening. You yeah, or you know what they set their calendars. They're like, Okay, I'm done with minority corner for now, but I'll come back for next year's gay African history story. So mark a calendar. No, no, no. In the actual okay. new year. I love that teaser. Little plug teaser, listen up. Um, so if you have children, you, and I don't think that this part, like you can be whatever family and have children in it. So you want to have an ear of corn for each child. Oh yeah. You know what? You're right. Cause everything is about, because like a lot of Kwanzaa is about the community and like, this is where you literally get the phrase. It takes a village from. Yeah. And that like, we're Mm -hmm. all responsible for our children together. So you're right. I take back my pitchfork. I take back my... against the heteronormative pitchfork. I take it back, but I'm still going to do that research and that expose. I'm excited about that research and that expose. Believe me. I'm excited to hear it. I love it. Um, If you don't have any children, 
um, two ears of corn are still put on the mecca, the mecca, mecca, which is the mat, um, because each family is responsible to the children of our community. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's yeah. just your hopes and dreams and the children. Um, I believe the children are future. Put listen corn to Whitney. on the mecca, cause we're responsible the for the children. Okay. Using Speaking your corn. Yes. Why aren't there more R and B? pop singers singing Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa songs. songs. We're looking at you. Patty, do I need to write this on the cute? She's still late. She's supposed to sing our Kwanzaa song, Patty LaBelle. I know, she's still not here. My spread she... is getting cold. <laughs> she was supposed to be here. But there should be more like R&B Kwanzaa songs. Brandy, what are you doing? Well, she's trying to... Nothing. Get... Well, she's trying to get... She's still fighting with her record label. That's what the phrase free Brandy oh. comes in. It's a hashtag. Oh. Well, she's being kind of bitchy to Monica, so for <gasps> no reason. What? But they just recorded, like, a new song together, like, three years ago. Yeah, and apparently she's, like, mad at Monica don't... about some shit. She's, like, talking shit on Instagram. It's petty. Don't be mad at Monica. Brandy. Monica has breathing respiratory issues. Leave her alone. And you know what? I will, her... I will say this. The boy was hers, yes. Brandy. The boy was hers. <laughs> <laughs> Even though not really, because I, I was a huge Monica fan. I was like, you know, back when you were a kid, you like hate the other. You can only like one thing. Everything is black and white. Like there's yeah, no gray I area. was a Brandy fan. I was a Monica fan. I was livid when Mackay Pfeiffer showed up at the door of Brandy's. Because he did choose her. You were? I was like, mm-hmm, that's right. It is kind but- of fucked up. He does choose Brandy. And Monica's just like, I'm here too. <laughs> This is why I don't understand why Brandy has a problem with Monica. Like, clearly Brandy won the pop star battle. Like, why is she having an issue with Monica? Like, she wrote some... Okay, let me just diverge in this real quickly because it pisses (laughs) me off. Absolutely, this is important, yeah. Monica posted a picture of Whitney Houston on the anniversary of Whitney Houston's death and goes, I love uh, Whitney Houston. She was like a godmother to me or something, like a fairy godmother to me. Uh Uh-oh, and Brandy was like, she was my godmother, thank you. Exactly, she wrote that. And she wrote, everybody knows about our relationship and how she was literally my fairy godmother in the Cinderella remake of television. Petty! Damn. You Can't rich, Monica Brandy, calm down. <laughs> Brandy, you need to calm down. She's just angry because she's just trying to get freed from her record label. It's true, but she shouldn't she take also it out. Got to re- she also got to release her album before Monica. The Boy Is Mine album came out before Monica. Monica had to release hers months later. You know what? I feel bad for Monica. And she actually, I didn't buy the Monica album at first because track track two was The Boy Is Mine. And then I looked down. Number nine was Take Him Back. I was like, you, you, nah. know, you need to make <laughs> So I saved my allowance for two more That's weeks. That's smart. That's good. Okay, moving back to Kwanzaa. All right, back to the symbols. Little little Kwanzaa tangent break. Okay, so now we're going to the meat and potatoes. It is called yeah. the Mishuma Saba. Mishuma Saba. Well done. Which are the seven candles? Mm-hmm. So as you remember, Kwanzaa has a um. A, an African candelabra that you stick candles in. <laughs> Correct, yes, yes, the African camelo- candelabra. And candles are a ceremonial object with two primary purposes, to recreate symbolic symbolically the sun's power and to provide light. So basically, like how in Hanukkah, they light eight candles to celebrate the eight days of Hanukkah because that's how long the oil lasted for the traveling Jewish people at the time. We are we are lighting seven candles for Kwanzaa because it 
symbolizes the sun's power. So the sun gives us warmth, gives us energy. It's literally what causes our earth. It's the reason why we're alive right now. And so we mm-hmm. are celebrating our lives and our sun and the warmth and knowledge through lighting these candles. Yeah. Now you gotta have specific colors. So there's Yes, you can't just be like, here's my turquoise. Yeah, no, take your turquoise candles, put them back in your closet. Here's my purple. Save it for your birthday. Here's my orange. Save it. Fair enough. <laughs> put them around your house. And you can't like use your like scented Yankee Doodle candle or whatever. No. Mm. These are specific. These are specific. So you need three red, you need three green, and you need one black. I think this is what gets people tripped up about Kwanzaa because we're starting to get into a lot of rules and regulations right now. (laughs) (laughs) But they're just specific. And here's the thing. Once you set yourself up, you're kind of good for a while, and you just have your Kwanzaa closet box. It's true. Get your Kwanzaa box out of your Kwanzaa corner in your Kwanzaa Mm -hmm. closet. Get that Kwanzaa out of that corner. That is one of our Kwanzaa songs. Oh, I like that. I'm <laughs> on our Kwanzaa album. Get that Kwanzaa out of that corner. Kwanzaa, 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 Kwanzaa. Get that Kwanzaa out of the corner. It's a dance beat. It's like a seventies funky. You know, I like it. Beat. It's our disco track. Okay, so the black candle symbolizes Emoja unity, which is the mm. first day. Um, the base of the basis of success and is lit on December 26th. So basically you are lighting a candle every single day. Um, the three green candles. So first you light your black candle, then you light your green candles and they represent Nia, Umoja and Imani. And they're placed on the right of the Umoja candles while the three red candles, um, represent, um, oh my God, it's that one word. You can do it. Wait, Kujima, you can do Kujima. it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Kugi Kugi You have the pronunciation. Yeah, oh yeah, Kugi Chagulija. Yes. That one. Yes, that. There um, you go. and then Ujama. Ujama and Kumba. then Kumba. Uh, and you pay, place those on the left. So you light one candle each day and you basically just to make it easy on yourself, you go back and is it back and forth? Or is it first three? Well, you do one for... I guess you would go... I guess you would color-coordinated whichever one, and you do that one next. Yeah. So it does seem like it would go... I don't know the order. I'd have to look at the order of, like... And you might even... That first year, you might even need to put a little name tag next to which one is which for yourself. Just to help you out. Your first year. It's your first trial run until you're, like, a Kwanzaa veteran. You're like, nope, that one's Nia. Oh, I got it. Okay, this is it. So you want to do the first first three red candles, and then the last three are the green candles. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So you light black, and then you do red for three days, and then you do green oh, for three days. So just, okay, very, all right, I see. Yeah. And then, um, and remember when you light the candles, you talk, that's usually about the time when you're going to talk about the purpose of the day. Right. Yeah. Fire's mystique, like the sun, is irresistible and can destroy or create with its mesmerizing, frightening, and mystifying powers. So the reason that we light candles, I think, also is because we are tribal people and in every single culture around the world is based off of storytelling around a fire. So mm. this is just a way of recreating that process of community by creating a tiny little neat candle fire. You yeah. don't want a bonfire in your house. No, just nice and safe and contained, and it's beautiful and it's lovely and, and symbolic. 
Yes. And the colors rap- represent African gods, Ooh. which is really exciting. Yeah. So red is the color of Shango, the Yoruba god of fire. Ooh, Shango, Shango. I am into you. Shango is lit. <laughs> He's going to light it up. <laughs> so Shango is the god of thunderbolts. He lives up in the clouds and sends them down whenever he gets angry or upset. They just stole everything from us. I see you, Greek. I see you, Greek islands. I see you, Zeus. Oh, you mean Shango? Oh, do you do you think that it's stolen, or do you like, just think it's a division of this of a shared belief? Just in two separate parts of the world. That's true. The, I think like everybody, everybody always has like some sort of like lightning god, and he's like, I guess if you are like some ancient civilization, you see that lightning come down, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And you believe in the heavens, so you're like, oh damn, the most all powerful thing ever just did that. I yeah, because that like, shit, like, I mean, because everybody seems if you like don't got... they have some sort of like leader king god or. Like, you know, that is angry and vengeful and, like, throws down lightning bolt. Because lightning's scary as fuck. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. They're, like, LARPing. they like that. God's just okay. LARPing. Um, black. Uh, can you guess what black is? Black is for the people. This is for my people. Yes. Uh, my earth people. Uh, my black people. Uh. <laughs> that is a, another, another hit off of, of our Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa album. Can you, and it's just called, <laughs> Can You Guess What Black Is? And that's, yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> and it's song. got an interlude with you and literally black. doing that, and then I just we just jump right into it. It's a big club banger. I love it. It's a good. It's gonna be. It's gonna watch out, all you disco techs. <laughs> We're coming, coming for, for you. you. Um, so basically, black is for people, earth, source of light, representing hope, creativity, faith, and denoting m- messages of the opening and closing of doors. So basically. It is the salt of the mm. earth. It is what light creates. Mm-hmm. And then green. Green represents earth that sustains our life and provides hope, divination, employment, and fruits of the harvest. I love that. So it's like really getting back to the earth and like, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. global warming, y'all. It's not it, a myth. So it's not like a myth. also this holiday celebrates, you know, getting back to, you know, earth. That's beautiful. I love it. Okay, so... You need to put all these damn candles in their representations. You mean I can't just lay them on my mat and call it a day? No. Oh, my God. You need a candle holder or an African candelabra called Kinara. <laughs> I can't even. Where am I going to get this candelabra from? <laughs> Literally, you can find a Kinara anywhere. It's like the one thing for Kwanzaa that they got at Target. Oh, that's true. So, and if candles you, sold separately, yeah. that's how they get you. That's how they nickel. Bird, just drive your ass to Oakland. Damn it! It is time to celebrate this easy to do holiday for your people, and it's gonna and be cool. It's gonna make you feel hella better about life because, like, this shit has been feeling weird and wonky, and we need to feel good about our blackness and our black culture. And this holiday, your family will appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So. It is so true. So get your canarum. And then also for your unity cup, you want to get the Kukumbe Cha Umoja. Mm. That is called the special cup. It is what you do to perform when you do your lip, your unity drink or Tambico libation. Mm. Yeah. And um, you pour and also remember to pour some out for your homies. 
Sorry, don't forget that's for the deceased members. That's so important. Otherwise, just kind of fucks it up. Like, don't be greedy. Don't There's be greedy. Later. This is about community. And we're a community yeah. with the deceased as well. Yeah, um, exactly. Okay, and then the last one, last symbol. You ready? Okay, last one. Zwadi or gifts. Yay! There are presents. There are presents. Mm-hmm. I want some Zuwadi. There are I presents. I want some Zuwadi. Zuwadi for you. Zuwadi for me. <laughs> Zuwadi for you, you, and you. That one was written by Oprah. Oh, good job. You get, you get some Zuwadi. You get Zuwadi. You Everybody's get Zuwadi. <laughs> you get Zuwadi. Everybody's walking here with Zuwadi. Zuwadi. Okay, so we celebrate Imani on the seventh day of Kwanzaa. So remember, this is the seventh day. And then we give oh Zawadi on Imani. So we're giving gifts on the last day of Kwanzaa to encourage growth Sweet. and self-determination, achievement, and success. And also, it's like commitment because you got to make it to the seventh day. Otherwise, you don't get a gift. You don't get no Zawadi if you don't make it. So if, if you, you conk out on day four, no Zawadi yeah. for you, motherfucker. Nope. Sorry, Mr. Zawadi. <laughs> I'm just going to toss it in this river. Okay, so gifts to celebrate and promote accomplishments. So this is, like, not just, like, for consumerism. This is to actually empower and celebrate. So if somebody got a job, get them a briefcase or make them a briefcase because handmade gifts are encouraged. Damn, I kind of, like, unless you're hella good, I appreciate the thought. But I just got this, like, really nice lawyer high-powering job, and I don't need my briefcase falling apart on my first day of work. (laughs) Just saying. I got to make a good impression. (laughs) It's your own choice. It's just, I remember that this is one of the stereotypes that I heard about Kwanzaa all the time. People were like, I don't want to celebrate Kwanzaa because you got to make your own gifts. It is just encouraged to make your own gifts. It is not a hard and fast rule. But I do love that. It's like, first of all, it makes you really check in with the person. So you can't just go to like Walgreens and be like, oh, here's an oven mitt. Right. Like, are they a cook? Did they tell you that they actually hate cooking and you giving them this oven mitt is actually rude and insensitive? Exactly. So like, you you gotta really know these people and like, you gotta know the people that you're exchanging gifts with. And like, I love that like idea of like empowering what they're already doing. Yes. Are they like a painter? Are they like, man, I really want to get into painting. You buy them some paintbrushes and some paint and some paper. Exactly. Or like... Uh, you, they're like, I want to get into writing, and you buy them a book about writing, like things that are gonna help empower them into the new year. Yeah. So a zawadi, not only is it just a gift, it's a gift that actually is meaningful, empowering to the person. So that's like the main point of it. Is like one. I think it's truly beautiful because the whole celebration of Kwanzaa is about like oh community and coming together, being tribe, celebrating us together. But also a zawadi is a celebration of self within that community because mm. I mean it takes good fabric to weave into a beautiful blanket. So so you need oh. to be your own strong thread in order to play a part in a community. And Zawadi is basically saying, thank you for being a strong participant a in this, yeah, in this fabric. That is, your metaphor is beautiful. I was also just quoting go, go, Golden Girls because you said, thank you for being a friend. Aww. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you for, for being, being a, a friend. friend. Kwanzaa episode, Golden Girls. Yeah. Um, That is dope. I love that. I love all of this, actually. I can't even lie. I can't lie either. I'm enjoying this. This is like... I feel like warm and fuzzy. I feel like... And like, I, what I love about Kwanzaa, actually, like, I am a true believer. I'm so glad we went on this, like, magical... I feel like 
today more than ever, Mm -hmm. you and I were like, lived up to learn, laugh, and play. We We did. We grabbed hands. We went on a Kwanzaa adventure and we discovered this Kwanzaa magic together. It's so true. And I have to give you props, James, because this was your idea. And you came to me with this idea and I was like, yeah, this is great. And I was thinking maybe it would just be fun for one segment. But the fact that like you encouraged and did the research for a whole episode, I'm like, I feel really, I feel very proud to be black right now. Me too. And that's, like, this is like one holiday that you can't even get like all bah humbuggy about or something, you know, because it's so not commercial and it's so about personal enrichment. Yeah. Like, this holiday is so dope and so beautiful that like, it's like a welcoming to like, you know, most people are kind of upset and bitter by the end of a year. Right. This, so is this is like a, a great recharge. Way to like recharge, wrap it up, come together and start get new some great energy going into the new year. Absolutely. If, so if you are bitter about Kwanzaa after reading all of this, you're a dick. Like I was a dick. I wasn't really bitter about Kwanzaa. I just didn't know anything. And I was just kind of silly about it. It was ignorant. And so I think this is like part of the education about it. So yeah, I, uh, yeah, so this is awesome. I, I, I hope everybody has a great Kwanzaa. Me too. And if you do celebrate Kwanzaa, maybe send us a picture. Send us a picture of your spread. Yeah, so you should definitely. Po- I would love we can engage in the corner kids uh, about like send photos or different things that like you could even we can spark the discussion within yeah. the minority corner playground about like what the different things mean to we can celebrate Kwanzaa together minority corner. I love it. And each day you can tell us maybe different ways that you're celebrating each of the different. Um, you know, principles. Yeah, let's spread this around. You can, like, let's put it on social media. Let's like really, you know, let the masses know that Kwanzaa is. We're gonna. You got Kwanzaa world. You got Kwanzaa America. Hey, I'm Janet Varney, and like many of you, some more recent than others, I used to be a teenager. In fact, just about all of my friends were too, including. Wonderful women like Allison Bree. I'm dead center on the balance beam. And this is like a big gym. All the ki- kids' parents are there watching. I have to stop. Like, you know, when you have to pee so bad and you can't even move. And then I just go. I just pee oh, right in the middle no. of the high balance beam. <laughs> so join me every week on the JV Club podcast where I speak with complicated, funny, messy humans as we reminisce about our adolescences and how they led us to becoming who we are. Find it every Thursday on Maximum Fun. What a Kwanzaa journey. Kwanzaa, woo, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, woo, yeah. Kwanzaa. Uh, <laughs> we, to the Charlie Brown theme. That's- <laughs> <laughs> we are taking it back. I'm taking it back. We need some music. Have you seen that recently? Have you seen the Charlie Brown Christmas special recently? This is hella depressing. It's hella weird. It's like, but not that weird. It's hella anti-commercialism. Oh. Which is, it's real interesting. Like, I was watching this and I was like, this is so anti-commercialism. It's like, literally, Charlie Brown gets a jank-ass tree because everybody has bought stupid, ugly trees. Like, yeah. it's in, people should revisit it. It seems like what they should have done is just like that, that uh, Charlie Brown Christmas should have just segued into Charlie Brown Kwanzaa. 
He should have, because literally he goes into a big old speech at the end about how commercialism is terrible. I'm like, how come nobody remembers this part? All I remember <laughs> is like, yeah, I, I remember the sad tree. I remember them like playing the piano, like dancing in some room with the there was yeah. like a dance or some sort of pageant they were getting ready for. Um, and then the ice skating bit. And that was it. And the, the VHS copy I had was sponsored by Chevron. <laughs> oh, See, and the whole thing is real is anti commercialism. Like in between the things that we remember is them being like commercialism is bad. Maybe that was cut. I I bet that was cut out of the version that I got from Chevron. Then you got nothing because that's all it is. Damn. And the Grinch. I watched that recently. They're kind of mean to him. Yeah, they had it coming. Those Yahoos. (laughs) They don't call them Yahoos for nothing or whatever they are. Little Cindy Yahoo. Who in Whovilles? Yeah, who the fuck cares? <laughs> That's what that stands for. Um, because the Grinch was a who, and they were like, fuck you. And so he was like, all right, fuck all y'all. That's why being rude does not get you anywhere. And really, I bet you, also on the cutting room floor, he was actually like stealing all their shit to just be like, y'all need to celebrate Kwanzaa. I think that was like edited out and the reason like like, you (laughs) that's what was happening because like i think that the fact that like more like you know more folks more black folks are not celebrating kwanzaa i think is because once again i think that like anything that is about like you know your own heritage and culture especially black folks we have been so like they they i don't know like they they don't they try to take away our culture from us and also like you know make it so don't you know celebrate Mm. your culture that's silly like just you know Mm. America, 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 you know, and mm-hmm. you're sort of, uh, you know, or, or you're, you know, there's such thing as like, you know, being too black or too, they just almost like, they, they try to put these stigmas about what it would mean to really love your culture and history. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that's why it's not at the end of The Grinch. That's why it's like yeah. not at the end of Charlie Brown. Um, right. Like you, know, you like, can't sell anything for Kwanzaa because what they're trying to celebrate is just people and the goodness that we have within us. And McDonald's can't wrap that up in a bow and put it in a burger. So that's why we need to populate it as people. We need to celebrate it as people. Absolutely. And again, like this is, I think, the the only holiday that is out there that is really about celebrating black African culture specifically. And it is done African with American, such... Yeah. And, and it's done mm-hmm. with such you know, structure. It's not just like with the blanket statement of like, oh, Black History Month, where there's no structure. This has like, you do this on this day, this means mm-hmm. this, and it is specifically like getting back to roots. And it's, it's it, it, we have, there should be Kwanzaa parades. There should be all kinds of stuff. So like, I am really talking specifically, like everybody, let's do this, especially all our Black folks who are out there listening. Let's yeah. celebrate some Kwanzaa. Let's get a holiday Kwanzaa TV special. Yeah. Well, that would you, be nice. You and I are going to star in it already. So that's coming down the yeah. pipeline. Because well, I think we won this battle against Oprah and Gail. Boom. Take that. I will let Oprah <laughs> guest on our uh, Zawadi song. She can oh, guest you star will, on that. You'll let her. You know, I don't know. Maybe she can sing like a hook or something. I don't know. I don't her her voice could uh, overpower ours. I don't. I don't oh, know. Oprah. Oh, okay, fine. It's about community and unity. Fine, Oprah. You're come on, come on down, come on over. Come on over. Um, come on over, baby. Kwanzaa. Yeah. We have, we have like an entire album already. Well, I hope you all enjoyed. Gotten you guys got Kwanzaa'd. Y'all got Kwanzaa'd. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's like a double ending there for you. Um, just a couple of things. I love listening to that episode again. Takes me back. Can you believe four years ago? So much has changed. So much has happened, and so much is going to happen. So this actually is the fifty-four fifty-fourth anniversary of Kwanzaa. When we first did this episode, it was the fiftieth anniversary, and Neke hadn't had her baby yet. And uh, we talked about Nia Long and beaches. Still haven't seen it. Have any of you seen it? Last thing I saw Nia Long in was Nia Long in was the first season of Dear White People, and she was very much absent from the second season. I feel like her storyline was not finished, so I'd like to see her for Dear White People season four, which I think is the last season. Why Netflix be canceling their shows after four seasons now? That's whack. Also, I didn't get a chance to watch that Floyd Norman and Animated Life. It's not on Netflix anymore. Uh, I think you can rent it. It's on Amazon Prime, so I have that. So I guess I will watch that this year. And have any of you celebrated Kwanzaa? Are you going to do it this year? Uh, get involved in the conversation. Let us know on the social meds. Take pictures. We want to see your Kwanzaa spreads, your candelaboras. Uh, you can post those pictures in the Minority Corner Kids Playground. You can also find us on, that's on Facebook, and you can find us on the Twitters as well, Minority Corner Spot with a K. And feel free to email us minoritycorner at gmail.com all right happy kwanzaa to you all thank you so much for listening to minority corner because together we're the majority love y'all maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned audience supported